All right, everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Cinematic Savants with Sean and Tommy. Tommy right here. How's everybody? This is Sean. What is up? Oh, man. I'm having a rough week, man. I, th- I think I need some more therapy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I was thinking, like, it always starts out with Monday. I try my best to put myself in a positive mind state. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to let nobody bother me. Man. Right. I'm just going to come in. I'm going to get my work done, man. I'm a, I might even smile at a few people, let them know I'm not grumpy today. And it all goes to shit within, like, an hour, no yeah, matter man. what. No matter what. Well, you know, you, you, you tell yourself that. And things change, you know what I mean? But it's all in your mind, you know. I, you can't let people bring you down. That's one thing. I don't, I don't let nobody bring me down. I bring myself down, but nobody else better bring me down, you know what I mean? I'm already down once I get in there, so I don't need that. But you can't you can't let people. See, you uh, got a little di- bit of a cheat code because you can wear earbuds. Yeah, you can't let that dictate you, though. You can't let your these people dictate your day, you know. So. No, it's, it's not just – I was thinking like I was going to be like a nice peaceful day. I got a schedule to keep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Saturday, this past Saturday, I had plans to actually go get my brother from Milwaukee. Okay. And I was going to go get him because I haven't seen him in a couple of years because, mm-hmm. you know, he's in college now. So I'm like, all right, man, he, he want to come to the come to Fort Wayne, come hang out with us. And then sure enough, like Friday evening, like right before I left, they were saying mandatory Saturday. Ah, we gotta come that in. hurts. That hurts. Man, that pissed me the fuck off. And I knew I couldn't do nothing about it. I was like, all right, is it mandatory or you just really want us to be here? And they said mandatory. And I'm like, why do they wait so late? Now, my job likes to do that too, but why do they, why would they wait so late? Now, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. It, 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 I don't know why, but it's, it's more like the schedule gets out of hand because we're a sign company and okay. the schedule can get out of hand. And it's more so like we're taking on too many clients at one time and we're, right. Like one machine goes down, then another machine goes down. Next, yeah. you know, you're backed up. And I'm like, why are we still taking work orders? Like, we right. can't handle this right now. Right. And sure enough, like, I don't know what y'all think. I got a life outside this building. I would love to get to. Yeah, they don't. They don't seem to think that at all. You know, so no. So I'm yeah. thinking, like, all right, man, what, what, what the hell? Can you at least give me like a two day heads up, just in case? You know, I want to get back to my life. Right. Yeah. They don't. They don't give a damn about your life, anybody else's life. They just want to get what they need done. You know, what I mean, and uh, hey, sometimes they cash their you know their their checks before days even in their accounts you know what i mean so they start seeing the money come in and mm-hmm. i guess they figured that you know um hell we better get what we can you know my job does the same thing except they like to tell you like thursday <laughs> instead of friday you know but uh people I would appreciate that yeah well, but people have we we try to stick to a strict schedule but people you know we we don't have as many people as we need and cuz cuz we do work saturdays and people don't want to work saturdays you know what i mean so i think most of it is that is that we have to work we're we're mandated you know so they'll mandate us two saturdays out a month people don't want to do that shit they don't want to be working on saturday especially in the summertime but at least they could tell you wednesday or thursday hey look Tommy, you need to come in. You know that that would make more sense. You know, so. yeah, it's enough of a heads up so you can mentally prepare for that. Right. They didn't catch you off guard like on a Friday. Like right. they, they yeah. caught me. Shit, they and know now, you had no choice at that point. So yeah, now we're yeah. on ten hour days, and I don't yeah. do those yep. very well. I'm too, damn, too. I'm too damn old at this point to be well, doing those two. Yeah, I'm damn near tired of physical labor in, in the first place. Now I had an office job, and I quit, and I went back to this job, and they were like, "Hey, well, we're gonna need you on the floor now." I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Now I'm like, damn it, I should have kept my ass up in the office. You know what I mean? I was sitting in a chair on the computer. Air conditioning. I, yeah, air conditioning. I'm watching TV and shit, watching movies on the low. They don't know that. Um, but I, I'm on the floor now. I'm more active 
but them 10 hour 12 hour days that that hurts you know what i mean so every day i go in there i'm like shit but you can't let it dictate you you know don't let it dictate your life. Just kind of roll with the punches. That's all I do. So well, I, I I try to let it go, but yeah. man, they they be pushing me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like come on, I, yeah. I really want to go home. Yeah, they don't because they just shit. told me today, like I like it's mandatory overtime and until they say so. I'm like, right. does that mean today? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh. ah, like shit. come on, man, I got plans. Yeah, like, like come on, you, like y'all you, killing me. You can. Uh, you can say the hell with the plans. I mean, not my job the same way. So that's just life, you know. What I mean, we can we can talk about it, you know, all day. But that's you gotta think of positive things that you have going on, you know. So that's what I do. I go home, like, all right, that's another day gone. Just just get to the weekend, like I say every week. I'm crawling to the weekend by the time the weekend gets here, you know. So and like we said just now, we we don't get much of a weekend, but it's the life we chose, you know, so we, we, we made our own bed in this one. So well, they, they have to understand, like, it might be nice for people that are like single mm. or they just married or whatever, but I got kids, man. You know yeah. how many appointments I got to go to dentist appointments yeah. and all this. Yeah. Like you can't just drop that on me. Cause I'm going to tell y'all kiss my ass. You're going to go ahead and fire <laughs> me. Cause that might make you make it worth my while. Right. Like, no. Sometimes you just got to say no. You know what I mean? And if it's mandatory, you really can't say no, but sometimes you're like, look, I, I can't, I can't this weekend. I got stuff going on. I got kids i got family events we got scenario situations that we have to deal with we can't be in here all day even you know a saturday at all you know what i mean so some people just want to relax friday night go to a movie hang out go go to a family dinner and not have to worry but i gotta be home at nine so i can get my ass in bed you know but that's such as life you know we we do things we don't want to do so just think of some positive shit. You know? I, I hang out with my friends a lot, so they already know yeah. what's going on. So they're like, like, hey, man, like you want to come out, man, get a beer? Yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I need a drink, drink. Right. We had a friend. I don't, You know Martin Vasquez? Uh-huh. Yeah, his house caught on fire, you know? Yeah, so, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, so, um, because um, his sister is actually engaged to my brother. Huh? And they live right down the street from them. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's his sister? Uh, um... Um, Estella. I, I, I don't remember her. I know uh, Martin. A, she's a younger sister. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, so I think they live like a, a few houses down. So I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. And I, I kept thinking like, wait a minute, Chris is right down the street. Chris don't tell. My brother, man, he he, he a recluse like for real. <laughs> <laughs> like you, 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 got, you, he'll text him one day. He'll text you back like three days later. Like, hey, man, you, you, like you needed something? Like, uh, like dude, that was three days that ago, too. man. Like I'm, yeah. like, I'm good yeah. now. Thanks yeah. for calling me back, I guess. He's like, yeah. all right, cool, bet. No, well, like, <laughs> I, um, yeah, that's just have some, you know, say a prayers for them. That's tough. You know, I've, I've known Martin forever. They used to live two streets over from me and we used to play basketball in the alley and stuff. So, uh, him and his brother Gabriel, I know both of them. So, um, you know, yeah, that we, fire looked bad. Yeah. That's, you know, we complain about going to work all day, people losing, uh, serious things here. So that's, uh, be, we just gotta be cognizant of, uh, real life situations. You know what I mean? We're, our job is real life, but they're just happy to be alive, you know? So, yes. Uh, yeah. So, that is a blessing right yeah, there. Thank God. Yeah, nobody was hurt. Yeah. Nobody was hurt. So, all right. So yeah. let's get to our standing ovation. Right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to let you lead this. All one right. Off, my well, I man. got a legend for us tonight. I got James Earl Jones for us tonight. Ooh, I haven't heard yes. that name in a long yeah, time. What a, one of the, Best American actor's career spans more than seven decades. This dude is described as America's most distinguished and most versatile actor. I mean, what hasn't he done? I mean, you got his Conan. voice acting is his, his where Conan. I mean, for one, he this dude's ninety years old. He's been around, like I said, this dude is old as shit. 
but he's been around forever. He he went to University of Michigan. I bet you didn't know that. Uh, so uh, you know, okay, I, this yeah. is biased. Yeah. All right, whatever. All right. Yeah, so uh, he's Your got a lot, a lot of love for the University of Michigan, so that makes me uh, quite happy. So he's going to get some extra love for me tonight. Right. But, uh, okay, we got what? The Sandlot? What else we got? We got uh, uh, the Lion King as Mufasa, all classic roles. Best of um, the Best is one of my low-key favorite movies, and he's in it because he plays like a – like a karate coach for the USA yeah, team. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. It's the way that he enunciates right. words I, that really captivates me, and I don't know where he got that from. But he, his voice is just something else. Like, uh, he, he, uh, coming to America, the the first one at least we know we, we can put him in. Uh, it was just a very very stern dad the whole time. But uh, man, we, I think he, he was the original actor, well, the stage actor for the movie that Denzel redid. Uh, oh, fences. fences! Yeah, I think he was. I think, I think he, he was did the, the Broadway, original. yeah, or something like that. And yeah. that that play was fucking tense to fences? watch. It's yeah, like that watching was clips. Of, I was like, damn, he, like Denzel did his thing, but goddamn, Denzel yeah. Jones, man, good God. his oh, yeah. voice carried oh, it yeah. so much, right? And of, and of course, of course, one of the most recognized villains of all time, Darth of Vader. Course. You can't you can't have Darth Vader. They there's a there's a sneak peek where uh or extra on one of the DVDs. I I want to say it's uh. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think, uh, where they show who they originally had as the voice of Darth Vader. And there's a scene where he's talking to one of his generals and he's telling him whatever he's telling him. And they had another guy who was the, who they originally casted before they had James Earl Jones. And it was terrible. I've it's never sound, seen that. Thank oh, God. Yeah, just listen to it one day and it, just to see how much of a conviction James Earl Jones had in his voice. Um, he, 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 he made that night and day, you know what I mean? I guess cause we're so used to him as Darth Vader, but when they had the other guy and he was talking, it just sound like a dude who was an accountant or something, you know what I mean? Like nothing wrong with that, but it didn't, it didn't sound like, uh, it didn't sound like anything special, just plain. But when they had James Earl Jones do it, it was just like, whoa, you know what I mean? He blew it out the water. I also saw where, um, he was on Conan or something like that or somebody, some late night show. And they said, you know, can you do one of the lines from one of your movies, either, you know, uh, 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 Lion King or Star Wars? And he says, oh, no, you know, people pay me big time money just to say a couple words. And he's like, I can't do that. And they were like, come on, just cause just do that. And he's like, no, I get paid twenty to $30,000 just to say a line from Star Wars, you know what I mean? Because people want to hear him say, you know, Luke, I am your father. They want to hear these classic lines. And he do, He said he Damn. does not do them for free. That's how, how good he is. That. Yeah, I do too. I do. If you're good at something, you no. never do it for free, you know? Exactly. So, so, yeah. So, for tonight, man, you can't go wrong, James. And I don't know if you ever met Ryan's dad, but he has the same demeanor as, as James Earl Jones. It's scary, and you pay attention to when he talks. You know what I mean? He's just that. That his dad, that voice. It's a serious and stern demeanor. And Mr. Mr. Winters Ryan's our, our our guest we have here. His dad is the same damn way. Uh, he reminds me of Jen, not in you know in like acting or anything, but his stern voice. He he gets your attention and you pay attention. You know, I'm 36 years old. I still feel like I'm 10. You know, the last time I seen him, he's you know how you doing, son. He's just really really stern. And James Earl Jones has that same voice, that same demeanor, and uh, what a, what a hell of a career. And I, I'm glad he's still around. Cause he's up there in age. So for tonight, my man, James Earl Jones, we we salute you, man. So I'll salute to him. Yeah, yeah. All right, now I'm gonna go left because I feel like I I owe this actor or actress, should we say? I like to keep them the same. Mm-hmm. 
a little bit more respect because she is somebody who's been taking a bashing for social media for like I don't know at least three four years now. And this actress name is Brie Larson. Oh man, oh I like Brie Larson. I like Brie Larson, but I feel like she's kind of like the the Nickelback of like actresses. Like she gets so <laughs> much fucking hate. I don't know why though. I don't I, see the problem. I understand with her. some of it because she kind of comes off a way that's a little bit too like um all right, like kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like you know how she is in her personal life. She, like mm-hmm. she's really like um snotty, uppity, that kind of thing. Brie Larson is like, is there such a thing as a little bit too woke? Like, yeah, so woke, like, yeah. you, you need a nap? She just seems like she's trying hard to me sometimes. That's what yeah. I feel like. I feel yeah. like she tries way too hard. And I feel yeah. like people kind of see through her bullshit sometimes because she kind of comes off as fake. I think, I think which, I, which I like Captain Marvel is the first thing I think of now. But I think there are people who were mad that she got casted as Captain Marvel. They wanted other people. I to was be. probably one of them because I thought that she just didn't quite fit the bill. See, to be honest with you, aesthetically I, she looks fine, right. but the acting it just felt like. Ugh. I never heard of Captain Marvel before, so I had to oh, look I up. Did, I, did. I know you did, but for me, I'm not a huge comic book fan. Because so, me, it wasn't even that Captain Marvel. It was oh, the one that was Shazam, and then oh yeah, the one. Well, Shazam was like the DC character originally. Mm-hmm. He was called Captain Marvel. Who we know now in the DC world as Shazam, like the white cape or whatever the kid. Which is a goofy character, right? It's a very goofy character, yeah. but that movie was very entertaining because I was. I, I like that wasn't too bad. Yeah. So I think it was a good like trade off to mm-hmm. give them different names or whatever because a lot of people think Captain Marvel, they think like that that guy Shazam. If you go into the comic book, but her as Captain Marvel, like she's like she's okay, she's okay, but I want to give her standing ovation because in her other movies that she's been in. Like for one, she won a Academy Award for her um, for her role in The Room, mm-hmm. and um, what's it? She was on one of my favorite shows, uh, The United States of Tar. She played like her yeah, daughter yeah. with uh, Tony Colletti. Yeah, Tony Colletti. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you know we love her. We here, love so Tony Colletti. Yes. And um, <sighs> I'm bringing her up because I just saw this movie this past week, and I forget how fucking good. Scott Pilgrim versus the World was. I never seen that. That movie I've is fucking dope. Every time it looks I watch terrible it, to me. It looks terrible, <laughs> but if you if you look at it based on when it was made, mm-hmm. that movie was a monumental achievement because it was so damn true to the source material, and it was very very entertaining to watch. Now, never mind the what's the lead actor's name, Michael Sarah or something like that. Michael like, Sarah, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's like. You know how they have those duels in Hollywood where two people come up together and mm-hmm. one of them becomes a star, the other one becomes nothing. Yeah, he's the one that became nothing. To oh me. yeah, well he, to he me. because you know what's the other guy? Jonah name? Hill. Uh, Jonah Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah, he he went on to do movies with Brad Pitt. Right, he shit. blew like, up and he, he blew. He, oh, literally, his weight. Yeah. he blew up literally and figuratively. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's more popular. But they played in a lot of movies like uh, what was it? Um, um they did super bad. Super bad, and um, they did uh, he did, well, he did one. He did one with uh, Jack Black in Year One. It's oh god, that movie was terrible. It was terrible, oh, but you know, boy. he was getting movies like that, you know. Um but she played in she played in one of my favorite movies with um with um oh, what's the old boy? The gambler, uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg. She played in that too. She was oh, uh, yeah, I yeah, she was, that she was in Yeah, that. she was his student that he 
took a liking to. Uh, of oh. course, they always dating their damn students, nasty bastards. <laughs> but you know. But anyways, yeah. Uh, he he took. I mean, she was of age, but still. I mean, come on. But she played in that too, which I liked her in that too. So yeah. But in Scott Pilgrim, she played like the this lead singer of this rock band that was um, in the movie. And I have to give her credit. She is a very, very good singer. Really? I never heard her sing. No, because I was listening to one of her songs because I was watching Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and I forgot that she was in it. Okay. Because you look at it, man. That movie had like a lot of like um, big actors. Like They had like a Brandon Roth before he became like um, Superman, I believe. His like return of Superman, mm-hmm. that, that flop of a movie. But still, he was in there. And it had um, Chris Evans was also in it. Brie Larson was in it. And I want to say there was, there was like a few other people that was in it like before they became big kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was in it and she like, I saw her singing. Like she was doing a cover of like um, maybe I did see Black her Sheep or whatever. And uh-huh. I was like, damn, like like she can really fucking sing. I didn't know. I think she actually put out an album. Really? I yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Where do people like this have time? Like, yeah, like, this when, like when Jamie Foxx was at his Hell, peak. Hell, even Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy had songs back in the uh, day. He, he had songs. So, but we ain't going <laughs> to recognize that. Catchy, as like, uh, yeah, Rick James. It, but hey. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> I was trying to forget that party all the time. <laughs> I, I like party all the time, man. It's catchy, but if I know I, a motherfucker's a party all the time. Like, so. just, just think about how, to, how you get looks. <laughs> Rolling down your window, blasting party all the time at a stoplight. Yeah, nobody. What the hell is that shit? Eddie Murphy? My window can't roll up fast enough. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. He's trying to remember that. What's the other one he did with Michael Jackson? Oh, shit. What's up? Oh, I don't even remember it. What's up with you? Oh, Oh, the terrible. I remember that. Yeah, terrible. Eddie Murphy thought he could do it all. Uh, He really was, was, though. He was king at that point. Oh, it's fucked up because he can actually sing. Yeah, he's got a decent voice. But that ain't it. That that wasn't it. Like, you know how bad you got to be to flop with Michael Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jeff's like, God damn, this is terrible. He's like, nah. So, so shout out to Brie Larson. I just want to say I salute you. You are an amazing actress. She played in uh, Kong uh, Skull Island, too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah she was in Kong. She looked, and I think she looked she was fire, in, too. She and she was in Amy Schumer's One Good Movie. Uh, which is what? That train wreck? She was in train, train wreck? was yeah. her only good movie. Yeah, train wreck wasn't bad. Uh, it, was it wasn't nice bad. But rom-com. she played her sister in that movie. That's right. Yeah. yeah but so. yeah. Like, yeah, man, I'll do a whole episode about Amy Schumer, <laughs> which is yeah, I'm not well, a big fan of her. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan, but She's you, not you had a hit, me. yeah. Like Mila Vanilli of comedians to me, <laughs> yeah. She's not that funny. So. Yeah, so shout out to Brie Larson. I shout love out. you. I, I, I like, I, I enjoy Brie Larson. I, she's nice to look at too. So, all right. Now I didn't binge any shows this week, so I'm gonna let you take. It I am. You, um, you know, I think you might have talked about this show that atypical. Yeah, I I watched that. That shit is hilarious. I like that with Michael Rappaport. That's yeah. a it's it's. I didn't think I would like it, but I started watching it over the weekend and. Um, the boy has me rolling. This, if you don't, uh, we talked about this show before, but the boy is a, is based on this boy who has autism, and this whole show. And Tommy's talked about it before, and that's why I remembered it. Is he him trying to get some booty? Basically, he's trying to <laughs> yeah. he, he's trying to have a girlfriend, but the way he goes about it is this unconventional. He doesn't know any better because he has autism, and then the stuff he says and the way he acts. Uh, is this a good time? It's a nice show. There's a lot of other things going on in the show. Michael Rappaport, he's in it, so he's the only uh, cog that I know. Um, I know the lady from other, some other place, but I can't put a net finger on it. Uh, but there's a lot of going on. It's the, the, the wife is cheating on the husband. Uh, but the, the main character is the boy who has autism. He's like a senior in high school, and um, 
he just blurts out stuff. If you tell him something, it gets stuck in his head. And, he, you know, his sister would say, oh, that girl's a twat. And he'll he'll remember that. So when he sees her, hey, my sister said you a twat. You know what I mean? And like, he'll really remember. Yeah. yeah. And I, But it's funny. It has some serious uh, uh, serious tone to it at points. Uh, but it's a good time if you like um, – Stuff like what I'm saying, like if you like something similar, I can't think of anything similar, but it's just a good, it's raunchy, it's funny, it does have some serious tone to it. And, you know, they don't make a lot of shows when they're showing like a, a, a like somebody with a, 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 a disorder or disability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's not, <coughs> you know, mentally handicapped, what he, that autism does, but he can't have loud sounds. But basically it's funny because it's just him trying to, to navigate through the women world, which we all have had to do, which I still do somehow at 36, it's tough. And he, he really, really has a hard time with it because because of what the autism does to him. So, uh, But it's funny. He, he says funny stuff. He, he Everything he takes down is, uh, you know, something that he needs to do, like even to the, how he describes his clothes, just the stuff he eats is just hilarious. He writes down, he meets a girl, he writes down pros and cons as he's talking to her. Like, I mean, it's just hilarious. So if you like, uh, you know, stuff of what I want to mention and like anything close to that, try Atypical. Uh, it's on Netflix. It, it, it's a good time. I, I you, you talk, Tommy talked about it before, uh, but it's, it's funny. And like I said, it does have a serious tone to it at some points, but uh, especially with kids that have a disorder and autism is pretty familiar now. It's something we've been dealing with for a long time, uh, ADHD and all that kind of stuff. But this really affects the young guy, and um, but it's still a good time. So, yeah. Well, because that was a show that me and my family, <coughs> excuse me, me and my family really gravitated mm-hmm. to, towards because uh, my son, who comes with us every week, he, mm-hmm. he is on the spectrum too. Oh, really? Okay. So he acts more normal than mm-hmm. he does on the show but yeah he he definitely related to a lot of stuff because they do have like those um their episodes or whatever and mm-hmm. they do have the little sensory thing and i think uh shout out to the three rivers festival they actually had like um a set time where they had like um an autistic like friendly like a uh, festival for, oh, them really? for like okay for like two hours like uh-huh. a day they will turn off like all the music, all the lights, or whatever, because that's a trigger for yeah, you know, like the yeah. aut- like autistic kids. So they had like two hours where they had like um, a sensory friendly like festival mm-hmm. for them. That's fucking dope. When, it is when they do shit like that. When right. they're actually like you know, it being sensitive to every, not everybody has. Yes, you know, because it's it's more common now than it's oh, ever yeah. been before. Oh, yeah. People are actually being more sensitive mm-hmm. towards that, so they're trying to adjust like the the world to them just a little bit so right. they can actually try to fit in and feel more normal. Yeah, and, that, and that's dope. You know, we got people with that. You got people with uh, epilepsy. They can't have a lot of lots, bright colors and sounds too. Right. So you got people that have something that they that they're they're fighting and then they have all their whole life and they want to enjoy uh, the things that we get to enjoy. Exactly. Without having any problems, you know what I mean? So basically this is what this show is. They're having a dance in this show, and it's called a silent dance because he can't hear a lot of noises and stuff that like that. That was really fucking dope. Uh, yeah, actually, I would do that. Give I me think some I've seen like, high schools, yeah. like, for real, actually do that. Really? Where they have like autistic uh, students in the, yeah. in the school, and I saw them do that. I was like, how can you pull something like that off? And then mm-hmm. I saw what, the, what they did in the show is that everybody got headphones. Yeah, so instead dope. of everybody like walking around like hearing all this loud music, you just hit it in your headset. That's dope. That's a good time. <laughs> that was really fucking dope. That was really dope. Yeah, it is. It's dope, and that's precious for them to do. And if I was a parent and I saw that, but look, man, we we're gonna continue supporting this school all the way because they they thinking about 
you know, people, like I said, that have this type of disorder. And I, I think that's amazing. So, yeah, check this show out. It's a good time. You can watch it. Well, I won't say you can watch it with your family. because, But if your kids are over 18, then, yeah, I think you definitely get to watch it. But it's a good time, though. So now, I think they have uh, four seasons of that. And I just finished that really? uh, last okay. week. Because as soon as, it, as soon as I got the alert that it came out, mm-hmm. I watched the whole season okay. all the way through. So. Yeah. I enjoyed the last season. Okay. I think this fourth season is the last season. I think they haven't officially said it, but I'm pretty sure this was the last season. And it makes a lot of sense because, you know, you get to see his full arc of a story. So I'm guessing you just saw season one. I'm still on season one. I'm, okay. at, the, I'm at the part where they have that dance, um, and I kind of just stopped watching after that. But it's a good time. I, I'm, I'm going to have to keep watching it here later. It is a very good show. Mm-hmm. I like the family dynamic of that and how they're trying to appease like all his needs. Right. So, and it's just a normal family trying to, like I said, navigate their life when they have a son who's special needs. They have a daughter who is uh, uh, like a very, very special athlete, and she's younger, but she's like, overprotective of the older brother you know what i mean yeah. so and that can that can relate to a lot of families you know so and I, I think that's just a a special show so it's a good they're doing a good job so far no his girlfriend like Paige. Paige, yeah Paige she is, she's is a, the star she of is a show. champ because she don't care about none of his shit matter of fact she like him for everything that he is and that and that's dope you know what i mean so no as the season goes on man you're gonna love her oh, as okay a she is fucking hilarious <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah i love her as like the protective boyfriend right. and she's just more like trying to oh. find her way through yeah. life as well so yeah right she's shout out her. to her that yeah. was her her character is fucking fun you're gonna love her as okay as all on. right well, i'll be looking forward to that all right all right so let's get to the next showing let's let's get to the movies that just came out now i know i wasn't i know i said i wasn't gonna watch this but i did check out space jam Legacy. me too me too i ain't gonna lie the first five minutes i fell asleep really i i, I, I felt i <laughs> I, I fell asleep so damn fast it was like oh god man it's like somebody I lit candles it. i and regret gave me a massage or something <laughs> I, I, I was five minutes in i was like I regretfully watched the whole entire thing, and um, yeah. nothing. Um, I had to keep reminding myself. This is for it's kids. It's not for my age demographic. Yeah, yeah. It's not for me. It's I, for kids. Yes, it's still, yes. It, it's for kids, but damn, I don't know where we were going with this. They didn't even in space. Like, I thought, how can you call it Space Jam? Because the first one, they went to, went to space. You know what I mean? It had space aliens with Jordan and shit, but this shit, not, not a lick of space. You know what uh, I mean? Like. This, uh, oh my god! It was a. Uh, at first, it was a little bit confusing on where they were going with it because I didn't know Don Cheadle was actually. I in the movie I, I did see him on the credits, but okay, he he did a okay job for what he had to do, but this whole I don't know where we were going. I was I was just confused. It's like he was sucked into the computer, and they they mixed him with cartoon. They made LeBron a cartoon character, then they were switching back to himself, yeah, then I didn't switching get that. back to a cartoon character, then switched them all to three D characters. I was like, ah, yeah, I don't know what we're doing here. This was LeBron is I love you, LeBron. You're probably one of my favorite basketball players of all time, but he's not a great actor. It's like he was like reading it, you know what I mean? Like He has one good movie. I just that movie Trainwreck, right? Trainwreck. Yeah. Like I said, that's yeah. that one good movie yeah, that she yeah. made. And LeBron was fucking hilarious. And yeah. just being himself. Right, right. Because so they let speak. him play. And this was a little that was rated R. Yeah, that sure. was more of a parody yeah, of yeah, himself. But yeah, this was... He, it's like he's trying too hard. This is not. He he needs to leave this alone. Let let let's let somebody else do this kind of stuff. Like as soon as I saw him with that Tyler Perry perfect ass hairline, I was yeah. like, nah, nope. Come on, I I need the ball spots in it, man. Just be real, man. I saw him put his do rag on. Like, hey, what you, oh you do ragging, dog? Yeah, and I thought they was gonna, you know. 
I don't know. Like I said, this, they, the quick synopsis is that he gets sucked in this computer. His son has a video game that he created, and LeBron's trying to make his son or convince his son to play basketball like he is. And, of course, that would happen. But his son wants to create video games. And so uh, Don Cheeto is like this Matrix-type character who's actually the computer itself or uh, algorithm is what they call him. And um, LeBron gets pitched this movie or something that um, he denies. And Algorithm, who is Don Cheeto, is the character who put together everything, who's inside the system, which is dumb, uh, gets mad at LeBron for not accepting this offer. And so he takes him and his son, and his son is kind of similar to uh, what algorithm like who is Don Cheadle because he's all into like video games. He knows all this stuff about computers. And so he sucks him in and LeBron has to, only way he can get his son back is to play basketball versus Don Cheadle and a goon squad. And he has to go pick all, for all the people in the Warner Bros. Cat, he has to play with the Looney Tunes, uh, of course, because it has to fit this first space jam. And it, it was just bad. It was a bad. They had all the Warner Brothers characters in the, in the audience. I remember Ryan talking about that. But they actually yeah, had. Yeah, that was. Did you see that That part? was kind of cool because yeah. it reminded me of Ready Player One. Yeah, Where yeah. I was, kept thinking, like, how the fuck did they get access to all these goddamn characters? Yeah, I, I saw, saw, like, the mask. Pennywise like, was in the crowd. I mean, geez, how is Pennywise in Space Jam? Like, <laughs> is, I, I keep, is that technically a Warner Brothers property? Yeah, it's all of their property. Okay, but why? But how are you going to mix that? Pennywise terrorized kids. Now he out here watching basketball. Like, come on. He out here about to tear somebody's head off. No, Ready Player One did it a whole lot better and it made more sense. Because that was Mm. just like a gaming system throughout the world where anybody can be anything, like a character that you want. Him, but all those characters in Space Jam having like uh, all those characters in the the audience is like with the, he had like real life celebrities there. Then he had like Mm -hmm. the Warner Brothers characters. The one part that I did laugh at I ain't gonna lie, I got a really good chuckle when they said, Hey, we found Michael Jordan. I was like, What? Michael Jordan is in the space jam again? Oh, oh, Michael B. Jordan. And then they saw Michael, I was like, oh, yeah, Okay, yeah. that's funny. That was yeah. really funny. I, I think I laughed out loud when my wife saw me. Uh, I was like, Oh, hell no. They got Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, this dude don't play basketball. I mean, like, yeah, on. get the hell out of here. He probably would have. Uh, yeah, this sucks. It's, um, oh. they just, um, I feel like they're just trying to come. You know, I love Jordan too. They're just trying to, even though that's still terrible. The Space Jam that we talked about is not great either. The original is still better than this one. It was one. more palatable yeah, than this, this one. one. Yeah, this one sucked. I'm giving this one one and a half brownie points. Uh, there was a couple little chuckles here and there, but I, the whole movie I was lost. Like, huh? What the hell are we doing here? And, it, and, of course, LeBron, you know, has to save the day. At halftime, they're down 1,000 points where they come back, of course, and win. Yeah, the uh, point system was, yeah, like, dumb as hell. Yeah, like, what they the hell get, are they doing? They're getting points for styles and stuff. And like I said, this this wasn't even in space, and this doesn't make sense to call it Space Jam. They're trying to cover the, the, the first one, and uh, just not a good time. It, it, maybe for kids. And I had to, like, bring, bring myself back down. Okay, this is not for me. This is for kids, but I'm trying to pick through it and find good things. And there's a couple laughs here and there. Um, it's a feel-good story. It's going to be – if your kids are definitely going to like like it because they don't understand. But um, like I said, I saw Pennywise in the damn stands cheering on kids. That's just uh, not not a good, a good idea. You know what I mean? So uh, Pennywise is nightmare for kids. You know what I mean? He's not going to be watching basketball and LeBron James. So one and a half brownie points for me. Um, it's not better than the first one, so. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I, 
brownie points. I, I think I gave it like a point five out of five. Was, <laughs> oh no, man! As soon as I fell asleep, when I was like, <laughs> okay, I can't, because I'm sitting there thinking like, all right, I got to do this for research, man. Yeah. We got a podcast to do. I have to watch this. I did, that's what I watched, and it was yep. free. Mm-hmm. And even in a free movie, I'm still thinking like, man, throw the whole movie away. Yeah, man. yeah like, it was bad. I did like only. I did like that it had Diana Taurasi in it because mm-hmm. I am a massive fan of yeah. Diana. She is fucking. Dope. She is. She is a dope-ass player. She's like the LeBron of the women's, you know what I mean? Or Kobe or whatever you want to call her. Now, one thing I kept thinking was, would this movie be a little bit more better if Kobe would have done this? Because um, I'm more of a Kobe fan. I like A lot yeah. of people, it just feels like a lot of people hate LeBron. People hate LeBron. Let me tell you what. People hate LeBron because he went to Miami. Because he chose <sighs> the super team. And he wasn't as hated. And then they don't want to acknowledge him as in the same breath is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan can do no wrong to people our age and older, and even some a little bit younger, but especially our age gap and uh, older LeBron. Michael is, Jordan played baseball, so we don't remember that. Right. Shit. Michael Jordan did some stuff too, but people hate him for going to Miami and people hate him for being compared to what they consider the, the best athlete of all time, not just in basketball. Uh, he did, His shoes are never going to add up, and that's, that's one thing I do agree. His shoes are never going to add up to Jordan's. But it's the fact yeah. that he left and he created this super team shit. People are never going to forgive him for that, and I think they thought that was selfish. He even went back to Cleveland and is still like, yeah, we still don't like it. You know what I mean? So that's the biggest problem with this movie is that he's compared to he's going to be compared to Jordan with that again. You know what I mean? So they probably looking, look at him, trying to be like Jordan, doing the movie too. Well, yeah, he ain't yeah. doing himself no favors trying to do a speaker to space. Right, show. right. And, and that's probably why he went to L.A. to do this kind of things. He yeah, just, as soon as he went to L.A., I think all of us knew for real, like, yeah. he's going to L.A. because he wants to get into movies. Right. Like, he's trying to think of his career actor at basketball. Right. Which is fine that yeah. he's planning ahead, yeah, but I a, just, like, he's not... He's, a he's bi- not that. No, to me. he. But he's a billionaire now, and so. Oh, good uh, for him. Yeah, well, if that's what he got to do to the fake act through Space Jam too, then hey, I would have done it too. So, uh, but it's just not as good as the first one, and the first one's not good at all either. So, you know how bad uh, you got to fuck up, and the first one was already terrible. Yeah, and I, you know, and I, of course, we liked it as kids because it came out when we were kids, you know. But uh, don't eh, if you have to see it, watch it on HBO Max. Don't watch this in the theater. So. Or if anything, just go watch the original Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, and because they did put that on HBO Max. Thank God. Yeah, just to kind of you know mesh it up with that one. So yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's trash. No, I feel like I was in yeah. Clockwork Orange. Like they yeah. always forced me to watch this. Yeah, and brainwash. Right, right. I just um, they just felt like they had to put this out, but uh, it, it's just not for well. It, like I said, it's not meant for us. But the first one still reigns supreme over it. So. Yeah. Well, God bless you for trying, LeBron. Ah, you did try. I, you're still so. a great human being. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, we but we don't appreciate do that. what you don't do that. <laughs> no, shit no more of these. Terrible. I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, I'm glad I ain't going to drive. Oh, I would have been pissed. Because oh. I, I told everybody, I'm not going to pay to watch it. But as soon as they said yeah. it was on HBO Max, <clears> like, fine, I watched. That's for free. exactly what I did. So. And even then, I wanted my money back. Yeah. <laughs> I was so bad. Well, I don't oh remember. I, I didn't remember a damn thing after it went off. Like, what the hell? Did I just watched. It was. It was bad. But yeah. 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 Half a point, man. Yeah. Just throw Jeez. Movie That's the worst points ever on here so far. So. And another movie that I watched this week, just because I need, I like to watch something that I don't normally watch in mm-hmm. a genre. And I like to try to watch something positive to help my mental health. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie I just saw this past week, I happened to catch on uh, Amazon Prime. And it's called The Secret, Dare to Dream. And it's a movie with Josh Lucas and um, 
Katie Holmes. Okay. And it was just a movie about uh, positive thinking. Like he um, he goes to help his family because he, you know, coincidentally has his secret that he's trying to give to them. And that secret is that um, the family's uh, husband, Katie Holmes' husband, had died years prior mm-hmm. in a plane crash. Yeah. Now, coincidentally, this guy was on the same plane as him and he survived. Now, they were both two inventors and he was giving her like um, this patent that he had got in the name of her husband with him because they invented something like prior to his death. And he wanted to share that wealth with her because he felt like it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like he co-created it with her husband. Now, it seems like he just couldn't tell her at the right time. So things kept happening, yada, yada, yada. So he just kept staying to help the family, just trying to give them a helping hand. And and sure enough, you know, they fall in love at the end. You know, it just teaches you just to, <clears throat> no matter how bad life can be, just try to keep a positive mindset. Right. right? But that's basically what the movie is telling you. Like, even though you're not getting everything that you want, like everything is not turning your way, like just try to keep a positive mindset. Always try to do the right thing. Do, like, do right by people and good things will come to you. This is the basic message of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I like to get behind stuff like that. Yeah, that, I understand that. that. That's Some people need that. Sometimes you just need to watch that. And that can feed your soul. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and, and you're not going to get everything in life. But you are where you're at. You're supposed to be there. You know what I mean? And uh, I appreciate you watching that kind of stuff, man. Everybody needs to watch positive things. And I need to do it myself sometimes, you know. So oh, Usually it's in a Tyler Perry movie, but <laughs> yeah, that, as soon as I start hearing gospel music, I'm yeah. like, oh, God, no. Do you like the Medeas? <sighs> All right. <laughs> Some of them. My I'll, I'll dad and mom like them, you know. So. Here's what the thing is. I love his stage plays. His mm. stage plays are fucking hilarious. Yeah. They are ten times better than his movies. I don't know why they don't translate to his movies for some reason. Because the stage plays, even though they break out in their little song mm-hmm. or whatever, like halfway through it, the stage play is still way funnier than any of his movies. I don't know why his movies are just so damn ugh. Yeah, it's, they're like... They're like flavorless B, chicken. Like, yeah, like, C like, or B season, rated man? movies that just don't have a lot of supporting actors. Supporting actors are trash. He kind of keeps the same people in his movies. You know what I mean? Like the same people that's in his shows or in his movies. And he has a lot of famous people in his movies. I forgot Idris Elba did a Tyler Perry movie. I didn't know that. What he did? Yeah, Daddy's Little Girls. Uh, I think I Where he was like a single dad of three girls. Like like he, he was trying his best to over. Because his theme in his movies is he always has like the dark skin. Black man doing mm-hmm. some fucked up shit to black right, women. Right, right. To the point where he, they're looking at him like, Tyler Perry, you realize that you always have the dark skin yeah, man doing fucked yeah. up shit, and then you bring in the light skin dude to come you, save you, him? <laughs> that's right. Hey, light skin people, we back in power. I'm no, man. Y- y'all need to knock it off, man, because I be getting tired of all y'all, <laughs> we, like uh, Boris Cujo's. Drake. And, yeah, we back, man. No, oh, man. I'm, no, no. I call y'all khaki. <laughs> I'm getting tired of y'all khaki Negroes just taking in, man. like just busting down the door. Yeah, no. That keeps us from getting pulled over all the time. No, 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 hell, but hell but you know one thing I I don't like about Tyler Perry, I like the Medea character, but there's a lot of I saw this thing about um, him, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, how uh, Hollywood was putting black men in dresses. Yeah, and I and every time I see him as Medea now, I see that you know what I mean Martin did it, Eddie Murphy's done it. 
who else has done it? And a lot of I can't remember else, but them three for sure. Like Chappelle and, did it, and he I think he keeps forgetting that he did it in Robin Hood Men in Tights. There was yeah, a scene in the yeah. movie where he dressed up like a woman. Like, right, right. But he it's didn't not like him as a, a character movie with him. True. Yeah. So yeah, even Jamie Foxx did it. Yeah, and, he was uh, Wanda. I mean, he was like it is funny. It's like, funny. I understand yeah, it, yeah. but it's different when. It this feels a little bit different when, movie, it, when yeah. it feels like it's their idea as right. opposed to when Hollywood tries to put now, you in the dress. Right, and Eddie Murphy done it a few times. I mean, he was Norbit. He was uh, Nutty Professor. He's dressing up as women. And they're all uh, funny. They're funny, and it's a good time, but I think people... I feel like Hollywood is doing that on purpose. Like to emasculate yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Martin Lawrence did in Big Mama's House, which is, you know, the first one. A big one. hit? Yeah. The, the first well, one, the, especially the first one. The first one was yeah. good. The second and the third. I keep forgetting they made a third one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it was bad. But the fact that Tyler Perry kind of made his bread with Medea. Turned him into yeah. a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. So, I, but, I mean, hell, hey, I'll dress up like her, too. I'll, I'll be a woman right now for a billion right now. I'll be in here talking with know. her. I'm, I'm going to have uh, a little bit too much integrity to keep putting on that dress. Because I, I'm sorry. For a billion dollars. that's how the world shit. constantly sees yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And not as, like, a talented black man who's a yeah. billionaire. Shit. I'll be in here with heels, eyelashes. You'd be like, damn, man, Sean, your hair is long today. I'll just be whipping it back and forth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if it's just a boo boo like that, maybe. But the, I feel like every time I see him now, I think of that. And I'm like, damn, man, they, they are, they're on to something with this. You know, and it's like like you said, it's masculine. What's the word, emasculating? Like, uh, yeah, they, it's, it's not it, a good it's look. Just, it's not a good look for everybody. Yeah. If, like the, if it ends up being funny, then so what ends yeah. up being funny. Because, like, when Martin did it on his show, whatever. Mm. That shit is all fucking funny. Oh, like Shanene. I mean, yeah. but but he plays it perfectly. But there is something to that, like black men playing dressing up as women. I just yeah to to I, be I funny. Understand like yeah. the theory because once mm. once you do that, it feels like but at least they have themselves. They'll be themselves in the movie, which Tyler Perry does. But Tyler Perry will play a whole skit where he's just Medea. You know what I mean? And it is Medea's yeah. movies. He does. Play the old the grandpa the the, the husband of Medea he does play him as the son, but the fact that the first thing I think of is Medea when I think of Tyler Perry, so and I think that's where he's most known for Martin Eddie Murphy and anybody else. You you say okay well I like Eddie Professor but Martin you know um, Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murphy still you know what I mean Martin is still going to be Martin even though he played Big Mama and you know Shanae and all that shit, but I, when I think of Tyler Perry I do think of Medea so. Yeah. Well, I think he's trying to get out of that just a little bit. Because, he is. Um, he is. He's starting to make movies. We talked about like, it. Like, remember in Gone Girl? Gone Girl, Like, yeah, when he does yeah. roles like that, yeah. he really does do He does do well. He's like a good that, actor. Like that. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah. And I think he did, Um, even though it wasn't, like, the greatest movie, he did, like, the Alice Cross movie. The, the one that um that Morgan Freeman played, like, mm-hmm. as that um, detective. It's like the Alice Cross, like, I books, wherever they turned it. into movies. I have seen it. He was like, Along Came a Spider and... Uh, oh, okay, some, okay, yeah. It was something else. But, yeah, but Tyler Perry, like, a while ago did, mm-hmm. like, the prequel, like, when he was a younger, like, Alice Cross or whatever. And it, was, it wasn't it was horrible, but it was just more like, like, he... When he does, like, Rated R back then, it, it, it looked terrible. Mm-hmm. But even then, it wasn't, like, a hard Rated R. It was more like a PG or something like that. They like, right. went to the edge of it, whatever. They said a few curse words, whatever. <laughs> but it was kind of like, yeah, seeing Tyler Perry curse, that, that was still funny to me. Yeah. It, the first time I heard him curse in, like, a movie, I was like, oh, God, really? Well, you know, he, he does curse a little bit in his skits. He does say shit and damn little smaller words. He, he's got a gun, or Medea always has a, a weapon or something, you know. So. And I think he had, like, the, he had a small part. I think I told you about this in the one um, Andrew uh, Jolie movie. 
um, they wish they wish me dead. Oh, so it feels like Max. Smoke yeah. yeah, yeah, He had like a small part that I didn't know that he was in that yeah, movie. I didn't know like he, when I he does like him. small cameos like that, mm-hmm. like like it's a good look for him, whatever. Yeah. But I think he's just trying his best to get away from Medea as much as possible, which is smart at this point because right. I don't think he would be linked to something like that. Yeah, and he, but he always to me, he's still gonna always be her, you know. So all right, so let's get to Loki. All right, right now, which is good now I ain't gonna lie. I did a I did a victory dance as soon as I saw oh, Kane. Oh yeah, you were elevator, right. The King I was conqueror. like, hell yeah! And finally, that, that dude is from uh, Lovecraft. I've never seen Lovecraft. Lovecraft. He's the main character in which I, we have to talk about that sometime. I did watch a couple. Is that episodes. the one show with a Junie uh, Smulier, whatever her name is? Oh, that's her name. But the, this dude who plays Kane the Conqueror is the main character in uh, the H.P. Lovecraft. Movie. Who was like an Alfred Hitchcock kind of guy? Yeah, because he looked familiar, but I can't remember where I saw yeah, him from. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk about it. What do you think, man? This was fucking brilliant because that's exactly why I wanted it to be Kane yeah. the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Because if it's Kane the Conqueror, then that opens up a lot of fucking possibilities to this whole multiverse thing. Because this is all leading into the Doctor Strange movie, correct? Yeah, this is going to lead into the Doctor Strange movie. I think it's going to lead into the Eternals somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to lead into Eternals because it's a multiverse. It's going to lead into Spider-Man. What they're saying is they haven't confirmed it, but I still think that's a multiverse film. And every other film after this, especially in Ant-Man, because it was originally cast to play um, Kang in Ant-Man 3, mm-hmm. which comes out, I think, next year or something like oh, that. Oh, damn. But they said that he did so fucking well when he tested for it. They wanted him to come back and play like another version of Kang. Now, the whole thing about Kang is he has many different versions of mm-hmm. himself, which he explained in the show. Yeah. Now, the fucked up part about it is that Sylvie killed the nicer version of him. Well, he said that, like, if you kill me, you're gonna run, you're not going to want to see what else is coming. You know? Yeah, I mean? because he is Kang, because there's other version of him that's called Kang the Conqueror, the Ruler, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, he is, that guy from the Loki show was the nicest one of them because he All was the- trying to maintain some stability of the multiverse because killing him meant that hey no matter what happens you kill me another version of me is going to pop up and he may not be the same one as me he's probably right. going to be worse so it was he evil then i mean he was the one that he was... was this the one in the show he wasn't evil he was like doing this as a means to an end he, like he was trying his to get best out of this yeah. because he said like he visited other uh universes uh multiverses mm-hmm. whatever of and visit himself and they all started a war when they figured out like what they can do if they can control this uh, timeline. Mm-hmm. Now the problem is him opening up all this with his death. It leads to a lot of messy shit all over the place because I think another theory that people had out there that um, he sensed uh, Wanda like when she like finally inherited her powers and turned mm-hmm. to the Scarlet Witch. She's another big player, kind of like Kane, because she can go from another universe to just like Doctor Strange can. And she is technically more powerful than Doctor Strange. Yeah, because. yeah. So if Kane can sense all that stuff, because he said it in the shows, like, I don't know what happens after this, because this is the end of my all that I see So he right didn't now. know that she was going to kill him then? Nope. Okay. She but, didn't. But he, he, he invited that, though. Yeah, he because get, he said, "I give you. You got two things are going to happen." He said that, right? Like he he knew that they would possibly try to kill him. Mm-hmm. So like it was either like you can kill me, and you're going to unleash all kinds of fucking madness on the timeline. Other kings are going to rise up and try to take over after me, or you guys can just take over, and I can just move on. All right. I really thought that they were just going to try to take over and let him move on. At least that's what I was hoping. But then again, yeah. it wouldn't have worked because she couldn't help it. She had enough of that shit. They were sitting there. She was pissed the entire time. You know what I mean? I was so damn yeah. disappointed when she decided to. 
And she gave him a little kiss, gave Loki a little kiss, like, here you go, nice little kiss. But, yep, still going to stab him in the chest, you know what I mean? So Yeah, I was kind of – and that and that was a nice little hint that he gave at the – like, before he, before he got killed, he was like, I'll see you soon. Yeah. Because he knew, so, like, even that, though you're going to kill me, I am going to so kill So it was going to be – because so when Loki ran back to tell Morbius, why didn't they know him? Because they were in a different – Universe now because, yeah, because there soon, was a statue of Cain the Conqueror. Yeah, because soon as she killed him, she I don't want to say wiped out. She sent Loki into a whole other version of the timeline that he went back to. Like oh, it completely, it, it's, it's confusing. It re, it reset yeah. a whole it reset a whole bunch of shit. Like he's in a whole other universe that's similar because a lot of people didn't really catch it. Mobius didn't even know that was Loki. Yeah, he didn't because he asked him. It's not that he didn't to? recognize him. He didn't even know that was a fucking Loki yeah, in front of him. Right, right. Which was it kind of threw me off. It's like, God damn, like what kind of fucking universe are we in where Loki isn't recognizable to the time variant police? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm lost. It, it was, <laughs> I liked it, but I'm still a little confused. I, it it is messy, but I kind of mm-hmm. see where they're going because Kang is just not actually Kang is. Like ten times worse than what Thanos is. Yeah, I heard that. So, who was the original Kane? Then, do we know who he is? Like, I don't think we have seen the original Kane because okay. they tr- they're trying to say the the Kang, so to speak, air quotes that it's supposed to be the main villain. But we weren't supposed to say until like um, Ant Man. Is he um, from the future? He is. I, I, he's just a time traveler. Like he yeah. can be from the future. He can be from the past. He can just be where from wherever he is. So he just thinks this is fun. He's just jumping from realms and different universes. Yeah, because it. the one thing that they told me, and like, I had to watch a YouTube video because I was probably confused you until they say they gave me some clarity. <laughs> they yeah. said what Thanos did with the finger snap. He's like he can only he only did that to one universe. universe. Okay, Kane can do shit in multiple universes. That's what makes him more fucking dangerous. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, because he can jump from like one universe to another. Right. Like you can like kill him in one universe, but he's gonna pop up from another universe. Yeah, that is a beast. Yeah, he is a fucking beast, and I like this idea, like the black guy being like the supervillain that everybody can, everybody's gonna be fucked up from. I, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it because I, I liked his his this. wittiness. He was super witty and he was super like yeah, having a good time. Yeah, he was everything. having a good time. Like oh, I know you about to do that, so come on. Oh, yep, knew that was coming because I wrote all this and I laid a path, the same path you took to get here. I wrote that path. I led you here. You know what I mean? He wanted them to come. He knew they was going to come. Yeah. It was kind of like the Matrix when uh, Neo went down there. That's exactly what a lot of people said. Yeah. Like it felt like he he met like the Maker or whatever. Oh like yeah, yeah, like and that. They gave him like a chance, real. like, hey, you can go back yep. into the timeline where you want to be, or kill me. You start it all over again. <laughs> And Loki, had, he was saying like, nah, man, we cannot kill this dude. because Loki was actually being fucking smart. He was but like, no, 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 we still, can't do this. Loki still is confusing to me to himself because if this the same, if this is in the timeline after he was in New York, right? Uh-huh. And he just was freaking trying to kill the whole world. And now he's sentimental and less, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you know how, how I did was, he, yeah. I was thinking that, like, that was very weird. Cause I was saying like, he just left New York where he killed like a bunch of people. He was trying to take over like the fucking earth. Right. Now all of a sudden he was looking at this, like this anti-hero. Like yeah. Yeah, he did flip like pretty fucking quickly. Yeah. But I was did. like, yeah. they sped us up in six episodes. Well, we usually got from Loki from New York mm-hmm. until like uh, Avengers Infinity War yeah, yeah. where he got turned around with him and his brother like you know coming together like making up for all that lost time actually getting along yeah it, it, it was nice to see that part but 
another thing oh before i forget because my mind's jumping all over the place another thing that i thought was a nice little um i don't want to call it an easter egg but a callback to what tony stark did as far as time travel like when he figured out time travel in endgame he had like that little hand thing or whatever that he used to mm-hmm. control his like his time travel yeah. like thing and when you look at kang in loki he had something very fucking similar on his hand, how mm-hmm. he controlled times. So I was like, okay, Tony Stark was onto something a little bit more than everybody else realized. Because yeah. they are time traveling kind of like the same way. Because every time he moved around, he had to touch that fucking gadget on his Yeah, hand. he even took it off and set it on the table, right? Yeah, because he was like, I'm giving this to you guys because I want to move on. He's like, I've been alive for like a million years. Just, it was something ridiculous. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, he said like he's lived many different versions like of this stuff and he's ready to move on. I. It, it, I, I kind of felt him. Yeah. It felt like he wanted to be killed or whatever, and he wanted this to happen, but it also felt like a, a maniacal plan. Like he was just baiting them to kill him because yeah, he wanted he knew to become what something was, else. Yeah, he knew it was going to unleash uh, a, a wrath of him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, because that statue that he saw, that we saw at the end of Loki, like that's actually King the Conqueror, like his old, his full outfit. Gotcha. Of everything. Gotcha. That, like, that's the king that conquered that everybody should be fucking afraid of. Oh, shit. Yeah, and, then with, <laughs> and they were talking like he, like, they actually knew who was in charge of the TVA when it mm-hmm. kept saying he wants this to happen. And I was like, oh, damn, like, like Kang is really going to fuck some shit up. Yeah, like, fuck all that. Like, Doctor Strange, with it, they are saying it's going to be a horror movie. So yeah, well, yeah. That, definitely love I that. like that, yeah. Him, and uh, I think they're going to, they have to bring him in, like, the... The Ant Man, and I think they have to do them with um, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm thinking about it. The Armor Wars. Okay. The one that Don Cheadle's supposed to be in. Okay. Yeah. I think they're they're supposed to link in him with that and other things because I think that's supposed to be linked in back into the the Ten Rings movie, the Mandarin. All right. Because like they had the Mandarin all fucked up. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna try to correct it and they're gonna connect it in with Shang Chi. That's just my theory because they're redoing the whole Ten Rings thing, like the guys that kidnapped Tony Stark. And the original Iron Man, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna do that all over again because they've been trying to make all over his armor and all this shit again. Like it's all over the fucking place. Man. It is. It, it is all over the fucking place. But I, I love it because yeah. it's gonna make a lot more sense. I'm gonna give the whole series three brownie points. I think. Okay. I, I, I thought it was right there in the middle for me. I enjoyed. I think I enjoyed uh, Owen Wilson the most though. Is it Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson? That's Luke, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. I enjoyed him. Um, I was confused a lot though. I'm not gonna. I'm still confused. Yeah, time travel yeah. when they yeah. do it like that. I told you it last week, very, time very traveling messy. has got me all over the place, and I just cannot wrap my mind. It's just I can't fathom it. You know what I mean? Like so, I thought they did a good job. Um, some of them were kind of filler episodes, which all the new these new Marvel shows have been, but uh, especially WandaVision the first three, but. I still say it's right there in the middle. I I think it's better. Nah, I can't say it's better than Winter Soldier. I think they're probably maybe neck and neck. And then, of course, you know me, I'm going to have WandaVision Supreme so far. But it's right there in the middle for me. I, I didn't think it was bad. I just think I was lost and confused a little bit too much. So, And I, and I don't know enough of the source material. I got to ask people like you and other people to kind of fill me in. Because I, I never even heard of this Kane the Conqueror. So I, I cannot be... You know, I'm not going to knock it too much because I don't know. But the stuff that I do know, I'm still confused about a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm going to give it probably about 4.1. All right. Then. As far as rating this. A because, higher than me. Yep. Because it, it, <clears throat> gives, it gave me a lot of Easter eggs. And it mm-hmm. gives me a lot of stuff to look forward to. Because yeah. Loki, I was wondering how far they were going to go. Loki 
I guess it's a show that's setting them up for the big bad villain. Okay, okay. Because Kang, they keep saying, is going to be the big bad villain that everybody's going to have to go after mm-hmm. after this. And I love that aspect of it because I didn't know that. I was, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, what if they just did a King Loki at the end? And then we're kind of like rolling our eyes like, oh, God, it's just Loki being Loki. Yeah, 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 yeah but they, they I, I like this Kang the Conqueror. I like this because he seems formidable. He so. is form, He is way more formidable than people. Wow. They, you just get introduced to him and people, I swear, I bet the internet kind of like blew up and they all searched mm. King the Conqueror. All uh, the yeah, time. I sure the hell did. But I already knew about him because you said it. And I was like, yeah, Tommy was right on. But I feel like they're they're doing a good job with these uh, these tyrants, these bad, big big evil bosses here. You know what I mean? So we just jumped from Thanos. Now we're on to Kang the Conqueror. We was on Loki at one point. You know, now we got these. Uh, what's the dude from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that they were fighting? That oh, was, uh, uh, Ronan. Uh, Ronan. Beach. We had him. You know yeah. what I mean? We've had these big time um, villains, and now Kang the Conqueror seemed like he's just next in line. So yeah. yeah so. Yeah, so congratulations to the Loki yeah. show. It was a great show. Oh, yeah. I love how they set up for the next villain. Yeah. And they gave, like, Loki, like, a little bit of a redemption tour. Yeah, okay. Because he is, like, the most lovable villain, yeah. I guess, they had in, oh. in the whole damn, like, universe for them. So shout out to them. Shout out to this show. Great show. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and all the little tidbits and Easter eggs that y'all threw out there. It even gave us the classic Loki. I, I, I love that last episode where the classic Loki, like, rebuild Asgard or whatever. Yeah. So they can show how powerful Loki can really be. For sure. So, yeah, so shout out to y'all for that great show. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, now I get to look forward to my Hawkeye yeah. show. <laughs> oh, you're going to be hyped for that. Oh, for sure. shit, man. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to be able to shut me up when that, right. that show comes out. Yeah. Oh, Lord, so... Any news, current events, or um, whatever? Except for the thing that you talked about with Blade there. I was going to talk oh, about it. Oh, fuck. I am hype about that. I have been hype about this Blade ever since they announced it at their fucking Comic-Con like last year. So I didn't I didn't know that director. I, I forgot the director's name. I had it written down, but, you know, I'll be spitballing late. Yeah. But I'm not going to knock it for an unknown director, so to speak. Right. Let's give him a chance because that Blade yeah. 3 was trash. You know what I mean? They left us on a sour note. But the yeah. first two, you already know what I think about the first, and you already know what I think about the second. But I'm hyped to see what this dude. I like this Herschel Ali. Uh, I think he's going to do a good job. So yeah, a lot yeah. of people was trying to knock him online, saying like he can't be Blade. Like he was, he was Cottonmouth in the Luke Cage show. I was like, yeah, yeah that was a good fucking character. What, yeah. what the hell is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah. He did great in that. And he's I, a great. He actor. looks like Blade, kind of. He's got. Yeah, a, he's, he's, he looks he's, taller. He's taller. I think Buster Snipes only about five eight. So he's probably a good six foot six one, you know. What I mean, he looks a little—he's a little slimmer. He's not as well. He probably can be, but you know, what's his night was put together pretty well, you know. what I mean, so, yeah. uh, but you could work out too. They can get you to look like that, you know. So, oh damn, it reminds me. I actually saw a story that um, that Marvel was talking to Wesley Snipes to bring him back as Blade since they're doing the whole multiverse thing. Oh, kind of like how they're doing Spider Man. They're bringing back the me. older Spider Man. Now you're talking. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. now we're talking because they. They can bring back old characters, and then that's yeah. going to link in all the old Blade right, movies, right, whatever, right. to a new Blade. Like, that would be really fucking dope that if they actually dope. did something like that. Don't dope. bring back Daredevil. All right, Ben Affleck <laughs> had his chance, so don't bring his ass back. He can be that Batman, be but no, I don't want to see Daredevil ever again. But I yeah. thought that was, like, a really good idea if they are I mean, going to do this whole I'm multiverse. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. That would be pretty fucking dope. So shout out to Marvel, man. Y'all always seem to surprise me, yeah. man. Good for y'all. Good job, man. Yeah. No. And no current events for me. Then no, no time for a hit or flop, man. Let's let's get straight to let's family do family feud. feud. Oh, 
Now, I guess we can kind of talk about this whole thing. I guess we can bring it in next week. But apparently, like, uh, movie theaters are getting pissed at uh, Black Widow because they did uh, the dual release thing. Oh, really? And they were really banking on that one just to be like um, like a cinema release. Mm-hmm. So movie theaters can kind of get back in a swing of things and start getting like the crowds back. And it's, it feels like the crowds have been coming back because every time I go to a movie theater now, it's like they forgot COVID ever existed. I'm seeing long-ass lines and shit. I'm seeing people just standing there forever. No mask on. I was like, man, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, they should be happy about that, though. I mean, it's, that's what they signed up for, just to get people kind of back, you know? So Yeah, but yeah, but of course, you know, movie theaters, they're going to be griping about, right. oh, man, y'all, y'all, y'all taking all the fucking good movies, man. <laughs> because it made, like, I think they said it made, like, um. Sixty million? What on uh, Disney Plus? Oh alone? yeah, that's got to make them pretty pissed off. So, but they still got what, like three hundred million in box office sales? So, I mean, come on. So okay, all right. I'm what gonna give you this one because this this might stump you. I don't know. All right, all right. Name a movie set in a newspaper office. Newspaper office? Uh, yeah, I I'm know. already stumped. Uh, Superman. Damn, I didn't think he was gonna get that one. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, he's a number five, and there's four more answers on this. All right. Um, newspaper office. Yeah, one of them is uh, involving like uh, when two men were investigating like um, a presidential scandal, I believe. A presidential scandal. Uh, it's an old ass movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think it had Dustin Hoffman in it. I know who he is, but I don't know the movie. All the President's Men. Have yeah, you ever seen I, that I don't one? think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a real old ass okay. one. Okay. I've seen it, but yeah. It was yeah, a I'm going to need some ago. hints here. I, I, bet I, I, I bet Ryan probably seen it. Yeah, yeah he yeah, probably seen yeah. it. Um, another one is um, has Meryl Streep in it. Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. Have you ever seen this? I think it came out like maybe about four or five years ago. Mm-mm. Oh, the Post. I've heard of it. I never saw it, though. I know. And I'm a Tom Hanks fan. I like Tom Hanks. I, H- I yeah. remember I never saw that one. Yeah. And He's stomping me. One. This is when um, it came out about three three or four years ago mm-hmm. when uh, this newspaper was investigating, like, the um, the pre-scandal of them molesting, um, like, altar boys and all that stuff. You ever saw that one? I remember something like that going on, but I, I think didn't know it had like a Mark Ruffalo and um, yeah, I don't Rachel know. McAdams, yeah. uh, Spotlight. Yeah, I never seen it. That was a really good fucking movie. It's I think a, I watched that a few creepy times. Already, no, like it was really fucked up, and, mm-hmm. but it was more like it was necessary that they actually made a movie about this so they can not let this shit go. Okay, because it was a lot of scandalous ass shit. Yeah. they were trying to cover up stuff. I'm like, goddamn, the they church were. is more powerful than the, than the fucking oh, yeah, the NFL. The and yeah. Vatican, they got a lot of power over there. Oh so. lord, and one. I've never even heard of this movie, and I'm not even going to try to give you a guess. <laughs> Newsies. Nope, never heard. I would never get none Sound of like these. like a Dolly Parton I'm movie. Sock I, I got Superman. <laughs> All right. All right, we got one, my man. Name a movie that won an Academy Award for Best Picture in the 80s. <sighs> Shit. The 80s? Uh, we got Dustin Hoffman in one. We got him back again. Dustin Hoffman, what was he in? The Graduate? Nope. Uh, Where he's uh, special ed. Oh, uh, Rain Man. Rain Man. That's the number one yeah, answer. Yeah, best. Okay, I didn't know it won best. Yeah. Picture. Okay. Uh, Morgan Freeman's in one in the eighties. Um, Shawshank. No, no, that's uh, good. I think that might have been nineties though. Uh, uh, yeah, it was nineties. Um, 
uh, if I tell you what it is, um, he's a, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call him? I can't even give it that. Uh, uh, was it Glory? No, no. Um, he's a service person for a lady. Oh, Driving Miss Driving Daisy. Miss Daisy. Yep, yep. This one has the name Africa, the word Africa in it. Stumps me, Africa, Africa. Out of Africa. That's the number three answer. Never seen that one. Never even heard Never of it. Never even seen that And one. I've heard of this one, but I don't know anything about it. Um, terms of Endearment. Terms of Endearment. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've heard, heard of it. it. Yeah. I've heard of it. So that was it. It was just four answers. So. Okay. Yeah. So Damn. a little tougher ones than that. God damn I it. know. Because uh, you, when you think about what movies win, like, best movie and picture, like, mm-hmm. Just like the shape of water, ain't nobody yeah. seen that <laughs> shit. Ain't nobody seen yeah, that shit. Yeah, but you know, these are real, real movie goers watching that stuff. So. Yeah, like when La La Land almost won that one year. I was like, hey, who the fuck won La La Land? Right. That, that movie was so Bullshit. whitewashed, man. Yeah, I, 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 I forgot that Ryan Gosling talking about jazz. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like John Legend probably in the background telling. No, nobody watched this bullshit. But right. th- these are real movie goers watching that though. I mean, they wa- they watch everything, every genre, all that. So. No, that just tells me I have to expand. Like we got to expand a long way to get on that. Yeah, I'm not more than anything. That. I'm trying to watch a lot, a lot more foreign films. Yes, yeah, see, I, that's something I know I need to do, and I don't go too far into that because, especially uh, if I never heard of it or I don't know anything about it, I probably won't, you know, be dipping too far into it. So okay, well, now let's get to our hidden gems. Let's send y'all off the right way. I'll let you take this one first. What you got? I got one. It's called The Gift with Jason Bateman, Rebecca Hall. Oh, and um, Joel I Edgerton. keep seeing this on my fucking um, dope uh, movie. Oh, man, basically, um, uh, Jason Bateman and Rebecca Hall move into this California suburb. Uh, he just got a new job. Just a nice couple. Just a sweet couple. They're just trying to, you know, to get you know, acquainted in the neighborhood. And a guy walks by and he, he knocks on the door. He noticed that they move in, played by Joel Edgerton. He knocks on the door, hey, you know, hey, welcome neighbors. And uh, ironically, well, actually, he sees Jason Bateman in a, in, a, in a convenience store. And he comes up to him and he taps him on the shoulder. He's like, hey, man, you remember me? And Jason Bateman's like, no. And he tells him something, something from high school. And they're like, yeah, okay, Batman, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, push come to shove. They talk a little bit. Well, this dude starts showing up at their house. And he leaves him like a housewarming gift, like, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. I live around the corner. You know, if anything, you, you need anything, let me know. And then Rebecca Hall, like, oh, man, he's nice. And Jason Bateman, like, yeah, you know, I don't remember much about that guy, but he's cool, you know. Well, further along, the movie goes on and on. This dude keeps coming over unannounced. Joe Edgerton <laughs> keeps coming over, like, hey, man, I was just in the neighborhood, man, to see if you guys want to go out for a bite to eat. And they're like, no, we just ate. But, you, you know, Rebecca Hall is like, I like this dude. Yeah, you would come in and eat. And Jason Bateman like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't really know him like that, but okay, you know what I mean? Man, and so, so friendly. Right. So could push come to shove, it gets worse and worse. So Jason Bateman will be at work. This dude will show up at the crib while his wife is at home. His wife is not working at the time. He's just coming over, knocking on the door to see how his wife is doing. And she doesn't even tell Jason Bateman because she knows he's going to lose his mind. Mm-hmm. So it gets deeper and deeper. He invites them over for dinner. And he has this big house that he's like created this life. But his life is not what it seems. So it starts getting worse and worse. It starts off friendly. And then he just wants to be friends with Jason Bateman. But Jason Bateman gets tired of him popping up. Like, look, you come over here again. I'm going to beat your ass. And we're going to call the cops. And so him, he's beefing with his wife because his wife likes him. 
but she knows it's kind of un, uh, you know unnecessary and it's not appropriate for this dude to just be showing up. He shows up everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a scenario. There's a reason why he's doing this. Jason Bateman is playing like this, just a good guy, but he did something to this dude in high school, and oh. this dude is paying him back for what. I'm not gonna tell you everything. Okay. It's dope. It's an amazing movie, and, and it's why it's called the gift because he left a gift on the porch. And he starts like their dog goes missing. He kidnaps the dog, and they like love the dog like it's their kid. You know they're trying to start a family, so the dog is the only thing that kind of resembles a family to him. He he kidnaps their dog. He's writing shit on the windows. He's taping shit. There's a scene where she passes out, and he's um, she's pregnant, and so he gets the the wife pregnant, and he's doing all this for something. And Jason Bateman never tells Rebecca Hall. It is great. Jason Bateman did something to him in high school. And this dude's uh, Joe Edgerton, who's from Bright, um, is paying him back. And it's, it's suspenseful. It's, it's some action. Jason Bateman is himself. You know, I love some Jason Bateman. It's dope. It came on 2015. You could probably find this on Amazon, I believe. It's called The Gift. Check it out. Very suspenseful. Major twist at the end that's going to just have your mouth drop. So uh, check it out. Okay. The gift, yeah. All so. right, because I keep passing, I keep debating if I want to watch it. Oh or not, yeah, you would like, yeah. I got, I, I keep learning. I have to trust Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, he can't. You, well, he's he's yeah. underrated. He is underrated, and he's not. He he is his same witty, sarcastic self. Not a lot of comedy. There's some laughing here, but he he's very serious. This is a serious matter that's going on. So well, give the gift a try. A serious actor. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, now my hidden gem this week. Is gonna be probably my favorite Aaron Eckhart movie, mm-hmm. and this movie is called "Thank You for Smoking." Okay. Have you ever seen that? Never one? seen that. This movie is fucking incredible. He basically plays a spokesperson for uh, Big Tobacco. Okay. Now, basically, what he's doing, he's just going all around the world. He's trying to convince people, kids or whatever, that is good to smoke. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, okay. like we're not trying to kill you. We want to keep you alive and smoking. And basically what happens is that he gets involved with um, a reporter, Katie Holmes. Mm. And basically she's been like taking in everything that he's been saying off the record. And she's been making it into a big story. Oh, this is the dude that plays from the Dark Knight. Yeah, he played okay, that Two-Face. Okay, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah so so basically, like, like that's, that's the basically the background of mm-hmm. this. Now, this movie taught me a lot about basically how like big corporations use like spokespeople or whatever to try to manipulate you because he had like his his three best friends were well two best friends it was him who's in charge of the tobacco he had um another best friend a woman who's in charge of like um alcohol so to speak a spokesperson for alcohol and then he had another guy who was like a president of the nra so basically you had firearms you had alcohol you had tobacco yeah okay and they're like the three best friends <laughs> all right i think they call themselves like the merchants of death or okay whatever. like okay, so okay. It's basically like their friendship and how they're using their power to manipulate people yada 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 they call it population control right. like their job and it, it was just great to watch. And it had J.K. Simmons in it, like who's like the guy's uh, boss for Big Tobacco, whatever. He, and I, I see him everywhere now. So, yeah. No, it, it shows you a lot about how people are used to manipulate other people. And he right. said that when he's debating people, he's not trying to win over the guy he's debating. He's trying to win the audience. Yeah. Like, that's basically what his job is. He doesn't want to convince the guy he's talking to. He wants to convince the world. That, that was just a great... A great presentation of how big corporations like oh, yeah. manipulate us through For their sure. like their commercials, mm-hmm. their advertisements, all the other shit. 
it was just it was just a great fucking movie. It was yeah. one of his best movies to me, and well, I, I don't see him good. topping that one anytime oh, soon. Oh damn, I'm gonna check it out, man. No, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's on Amazon. Oh, Amazon. It used to be on everything. Hulu, but it might be off right now. Okay. Hulu don't keep shit. Long <laughs> they don't keep it long at all. Be on so, there for like a week. Like, right, oh, right. But yeah, go ahead and check out. Thank you for smoking, man. I think you guys will really enjoy that one. Right. So you're welcome. All right. So that was going to conclude another episode for us, man. I, I, I think we're doing pretty good right now, yeah, man. man. It's a good job, man. I'm enjoying this. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it's always a good time. So. All right. So yeah. thank you guys for tuning in this weekend. Yeah. And as always, I think uh, Snake Eyes is coming Snake out Snake Eyes is this Friday, so that's a G.I. Joe story. So I'm on the fence if I want to watch it. Uh, yeah, I might Because I like the actor, do. but yeah. you know, G.I. Joe movies so far, they ain't been yeah, good. Yeah, not, not going to run to the theaters or anything. So, uh, But if you do want to go to theaters, that's the only thing I can think of right now. So, but. Yeah, damn sure ain't space No, don't watch that shit. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. All right, so thanks for tuning in. Everybody have a good week. We'll see you next time. Alrighty, good night.